Should you be looking for and building relationships that are capable of pushing you ahead? That is a flyer that I saw, um, or rather that's a question that I saw on a flyer for a networking seminar. And something about it rubbed me off the wrong way, especially since uh, for my other partners, that's um, Laura Michael Phillips of um, Wedding Planning Academy NG, because we've done some seminars for her crew on the right way for uh, wedding planners to network. So since we've been doing stuff like this for uh, some of our partners, um, some of these kinds of questions and rhetoric just uh, rubbed me off the wrong way. And I figured that it's something worth coming over here on the podcast to lend my two cents about. So should you be looking for relationships capable of pushing you ahead? Well, the answer depends on what you think the goal of networking is. If you think networking is all about you, then the obvious answer is yes. However, if you look at things from a sales perspective, you quickly realize that you're not going to achieve your agenda or you're not going to get paid until you add value to another person's problem or to another person's situation. So let's bring it uh, back down to, let's make it concrete. So for the wedding photographer or for the wedding planner, you don't get your deposit until you demonstrate that you can bring value to the person's problem, until you show that you're the one that can create those uh, magical wedding photos that they're looking for to give them that highly um, sophisticated coverage, you know, to make them feel really good about themselves on their wedding day. And it's the same with the wedding planner, whether your uh, value prop is that you make things run smoothly if you're one of those project management people you know making sure the whole train runs on time or whether your value prop is that you're going to make everybody seem ultra glamorous on the day so if you're ultra practical or uh, more on the fez side bottom line is you're not going to get paid until you can demonstrate that you are bringing value to the situation so With this perspective, when it comes to ordinary sales relationships, it's pretty much the same when it comes to networking. If it's going to be all about you and you're looking for ways to push your agenda and to build relationships that will push you ahead, it's going to work for a while. But then everyone pretty much is going to figure out that you are a taker and that is what you do. You go around taking, 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 and then people are going to avoid you. So the thing is, it's going to work for a while. And sometimes we underestimate how um, small our our networks, what should I say? Sometimes we underestimate how small our ecosystem can be. So with the internet and... um, I mean, with the internet and modern communication, we assume that the whole world is our oyster. But let's face it, if you are a wedding professional in Abuja or in Lagos, even with Instagram and all of that, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, and everything that makes you accessible to a wider customer base. The truth of the matter is that if you're grimy and slimy and you're always looking at what to take, word is going to get around quickly in your personal circles. So if you're that wedding planner who is always taking and always grafting and always shafting people, eventually the word goes around. So you might think that you have access to a wider network because you have um, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all of that. But the thing is, 
these people that were rubbing off the wrong way also have access to these networks as well. And eventually the word is going to spread that Kemi is not a serious person, stay away from her. Kunle is not a serious boy, stay away from him. This is how they behave, blah, blah, blah. The word gets around. And so we cannot afford to go into networking and building relationships thinking only about us and what it is that we stand to gain. Remember the sales perspective that you're not going to achieve your agenda and you're not going to get paid until you show that you can add value to the other person's problem or the situation. So instead of building relationships where you can extract value, instead of that being your focus, you should focus instead on building relationships where you can deliver value. So when you head into networking sessions, it shouldn't be what can I get, but what can I give? And then of course, you're going to respond, and rightfully so, that if I'm only focusing on what it is that I'm going to give to other people, then what is the benefit for me, or when do things come back to me? Now, this is the frustrating part uh, for people who don't have patience. But the benefit is going to come from uh, karma. Because you do some good, people think, Kami was nice to me, looks like she's in a rough spot, let me help her out. That's one of the avenues. But the chief benefits actually will come from the credibility that you build if you network properly. So you attend Port Harcourt Wedding Planners Association. Uh, you um, contribute. Um, you're efficient. You're visible. There's a lot of credibility that is built through that process. And then, of course, in um, networking properly, doing things for other people, you get to develop all kinds of capabilities and then you also get the impression uh, being built in other people's minds that you are a well-connected resource person and that's the chief benefit that comes over time. So over time, it doesn't matter how long it takes, whether it's a year or two, people eventually see you and think, oh, Kemi is well-connected, she's a resource person, she's someone to have around. And with that aura around you, people are going to trust you with more opportunities. So when people are discussing one or two deals and your name drops on the table, everybody knows that, oh, Kemi, she's well-connected, she's a resource person, she's a go-getter, let's bring her in. And that's where the chief uh, benefit comes, but you have to be patient. So with this in mind, realizing that the chief value, uh, no, rather, that the returns you're going to get is from karma, your enhanced credibility, your capability, and the fact that it's going to make you seem like you're a well-connected resource person, then what are the rules that you have to follow when you are networking? So, you'd be glad to know that there are no rules per se, but if we're going to borrow from a sales perspective, then you will also realize that it's not about how much you talk or how well you talk, but rather the, um, the kinds of questions that you ask. Because in sales, in uh, traditional sales theory, where we are always preoccupied with the quality of the questions that we ask. So when you go into networking sessions, whether online or offline, you should go in with the mind of asking questions to whoever it is that you're talking to. And with the questions that you ask should be built around trying to figure out who am I talking to, what line of business is this person involved in, what are they interested in, what kinds of problems or opportunities uh, do they have. And of course, as you're getting all this um, information, Eventually, after the networking session is over, you're going to be able to ask yourself some questions around how uh, these things align with your own initiatives and with your own capabilities. 
Because the thing is, when you go into a networking session, you already know who you are, already know what it is that you can do. So there's no point going around and speaking to 50 people, handing out your business cards and telling them, hello, my name is Kemi of ABC Wedding Planning. This is what I do. Abuja's best and brightest, Port Harcourt's best and brightest, Enugu's flyest. There's no point in doing that. You already know who you are. You should be figuring out. There are 50 people in here. Out of these 50, there might be a couple of movers and shakers. Uh, people who are going to be worth spending time with and building relationships in the future. So how do I figure out who these people are? How do I figure out who this, uh, which of these 50 people is worth spending more time with in the future? And you're not going to figure that out by going around handing out your business card and boasting. But you figure that out by asking the questions, some of the questions that I've just prescribed right now. And then when you now... Um, see how that tallies with your own initiatives and your own capabilities and your own goals, you're now going to be able to figure out who is worth talking to after the networking session and how to go about building a relationship um, with that person because you have figured out how your interests align. If you're a long-term listener of the podcast, you remember that one of my earlier um, episodes, I think from uh, a year ago, I think, yeah, from about a year ago, I spoke about the agricultural uh, session in Abuja that my brother and I attended because we used to have an agricultural uh, a company that was involved in agro-exports and so we went for one of these networking sessions and um, eventually the moderator said it was time for uh, networking as uh, she pulled it. It was a rather arbitrary thing and so it was time and uh, we were supposed to um, start with networking essentially and I noticed something that one of the individuals there that I spoke about, sorry, that I spoke to, he was into uh, animal husbandry and uh, produce and um, I can't remember the other things that he was um, involved in. But some of the things that my brother and I were interested in at the time because um, he had built up some processing capability and we were thinking of... Uh, processing, getting involved in processing for the family uh, for the family business that's around the agro interest anyway, so this fellow spent uh, the 10 minutes that were allotted, pretty much just talking about himself, and then when time was up, he moved on to someone else and that is all that he did now for the average person, you feel like you have done a very good job because you went out to the networking session you were able to talk to 20 people and you told each of them exactly what it is that you do. But because he didn't ask my brother and I any questions, he didn't realize that uh, we were promoters of a young, fledgling um, agro-export and processing company. And because of that, we might need resources later on when it comes to uh, processing. And that is exactly the kind of expertise that um, he has. So if he had spent time instead asking other people, who are you, what business are you in, what are you working on, he would have now known that um, having uh, that would be a good idea to have um, our contact details or any other person's contact details in the room, and then he would be able to follow up uh, from then on because um, in that case, in that given that situation, any follow-up calls that he would have made would have been extremely valuable because... Um, even though, in a sense, it would be him trying to drum up business for himself, but he actually would be solving a problem because he has 
expertise in processing which other people lack but because he just went around talking only about himself i really don't think that networking session was profitable for him because he left there without knowing who was in the room what problems are they working on what do they need and how do um how do their um, interests align and so that's pretty much the same attitude that we should be taking to these sorts of things for those of us in the event and the wedding space as well so in summary i guess this is a long way of saying that the answer to the question is no should you be looking for and should you be trying to build relationships that are capable of pushing you ahead the answer is no don't head into networks and networking sessions and networking uh, seminars with that point of view. You should be focused on trying to figure out who is in the room, what is valuable to them. And with a sense of what is valuable to you, you will now leave the room knowing, okay, out of the 10 people that I spoke to, who is worth building a relationship with in the future? How can I go about building that relationship? And then how do our interests align? So in summary, that's it pretty much. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.